19 minutes after 3 o'clock right here on The Touchline. I'm Romy Titus, and if it is that you've just tuned in, well, you've made it just in time for our in-studio guest. It's Tracy Lee Pepper, former football coach of Alex United. And we're chatting about life after football. We're chatting about something extra special that she launched as well and the impact that she'd like to make on football, especially at grassroots level. Tracy, a warm welcome to studio, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Romy. I appreciate the invitation. <laughs> it's good to have you. It's good to have you in the hot seat. But if I could take you back, can you think way back, actually like rewind, reverse, if you can, to the age of 16 and then look forward to your life and how, how it's panned out? Was it exactly as you had imagined? Nothing. Like nothing like what I imagined. <laughs> I never, ever thought I would firstly be in football, uh, even though I grew up in a football family mm-hmm. and I was always on the football field living in Cape Town, but I never thought I would pursue being a football coach, 100%. I, in fact, at 16, I didn't know what I wanted. I what, think what were you toying with, well, if anything? Well, so in my mind at 16, I just feel, unless I'm the like exception to the rule, I don't think many people know what they want to do at 16. Well, I certainly didn't. I did. Did you? Yeah. Did you know this is I'd what you wanted to do? Known that I'd be a journalist. Really? I'd be a broadcast journalist. Well done. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't know that. But in, I was toying with a lawyer, psychologist, along those lines. And, you know, life just, things happened in my life that, that took a completely different turn mm-hmm. uh, in my personal capacity that just never really allowed me to pursue any of that. Any of those, yeah. So, um, but uh, well done to you for knowing what you wanted. <laughs> I, I, can't, I cannot be as bold as that and yeah. say this is what I wanted. I think I grew, I think football came to me more than me wanting, more than me going to mm-hmm. pursue football. I think it just, you know, it kind of hit me in the face. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, to take this direction. But and it was much it, later it, in life. It turned out perfectly, don't you think? I think it turned out pretty well. I'm happy. Very happy. Very happy. Very happy where I am. I'm, you know, in a good place. Um, I, we were actually just discussing the other day with some friends, and I don't know why this is so important to me or why this is such an epiphany to me when it's just a reality. So we're coming to an end of a decade, mm-hmm. and it's just – and when I tell people that, they look at me and go, like, so? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, what? yeah. You know, another year ending, we're going to 2020. But I think for me the decade has been such an impactful decade because I've had so much happen in my life mm-hmm. in the 10 years uh, when I recall back of this decade. And most of my time was actually committed to all my coaching badges. So in the 2000s, this is, that is where what I started. That is ah. where I started. The project that I'm actually, we're going to be talking about, mm-hmm. uh, was born in 2004. It actually started when I was about 22, but the, the concept was born in 2004, and that's when I started all my coaching badges. So the decade, this decade has been, I would say, pretty much a life-changing decade for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. Of, of direction of where my, my life ended up going. You used to coach Alex United. Can I ask you the question, what is life like after football? Because your life is still very much rooted in football, even though you're not in that coaching capacity. Oh, definitely. I mean, I love football in any way or form. Uh, You know, like Liverpool's playing right now. And (laughs) And you're here. (laughs) And I'm chatting to you. Um, So uh, football will always be in my blood. Mm. It's been there since the day I was born and it will never go away. The one thing that uh, we were just chatting about now is that I have weekends 
free, mm-hmm. which is quite refreshing and, and really quite nice. Uh but football will always be in my blood. I love watching it. I watch whenever I can. Local football, overseas football. I just, I will never, never not be involved in football, even if it's um, watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my, from your, from my couch. Uh, yeah, couch, coach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you will be there. I will when be did that. It, when did it dawn on you that coaching is what you want to do and that football is going to be your world? Well, that was probably in 2004. So I started a company called Girl Sport, and we were the first company to start a girls' academy. And through Girl Sport, we then identified um, some talent through the Girl Sport Academy and also realized that we needed a league. So Girl Sport started the first schools league, mm-hmm. both primary and high school, and it was in uh, Johannesburg and Pretoria. And that's when it all started. And it started because my daughter wanted to play football. And she was playing with the boys in that local football club. And they kind of accepted her, but yeah. but not fully accepted her. And so that's how girls sports started. So I went to her school, primary school, and asked the principal if we can advertise to see who would enjoy playing football, girls. And we had this huge turnout one Friday, 100 girls just flooded the field. And I knew then that there was something special. Mm. But for me, and and I tell the story over and over again, because this is where I, because of that, this is where I am today. And this is the journey I've been on that when I coach these girls, even if it was for one hour a week, they, I coach girls that that were very wealthy. So they had au pairs dropping them off for training sessions. Mm -hmm. And I had girls that had come from poverty, that their mom and dads were working two or three jobs to put food on the table. So both sets of girls were not getting the attention at home that they wanted. And they would get that attention Mm -hmm. at training once a week with the interaction of the other girls and from the coaches. And they, and your girls chat, they they chatters. And so I would hear all their stories at home, like every <laughs> detail. You know, I'm sure like you know, with your daughter, they go to school and it's like, yes. you know, tell all day or whatever it is. And and children do. They have no filter. They, yeah. they don't understand what needs to be kept at home and what they can share. They would share everything. everything. And some of the stories that they told were brutal. Yeah, I would honestly, I'd leave there some days feeling just hopeless and helpless that I could not help them in any way Mm. and I just realized then that I wanted to help girls that what my coaching journey would always be more than football it would be impacting the lives of these young girls and trying to direct them and advise them the best way that I knew how Mm. and and so that's where my journey started and so when I started coaching and I realized that there was an impact happening in these girls lives I decided to pursue some coaching courses and in 2004 that's when I started my coaching badges. Football really is the love but why do you feel the responsibility to be able to do more especially as you got to know the girls and their life stories and and the places that they're from. Yeah, I just feel it's something that you cannot walk away from. I think when you hear the stories of these young girls and what some of the abuse that these girls had to endure, that it would not be okay to walk away from that and go home and look at my daughter 
and know that she's in the safe environment and she's protected and she's looked after. And I know at night what is happening in the homes of these girls that I coach. Mm. That at some point you need to you need to take that on some of that responsibility. We can't save the world and we can't fix everything. Yeah. But we certainly can try. And I think if we ignore anything, if we are given information and we ignore that information, then we are not doing our duty, I think, especially as women, as the years have gone by and we've got the Me Too movement and you know, enough mm-hmm. uh, of, of the abuse of women and what is happening and sexual abuse. And I experienced that in my coaching courses. I was not void of that. And I just feel as women, we need to start standing together more mm-hmm. and stop bashing each other and I be agree. proud when one of our colleagues, friends or someone we don't even know. But I don't know, Tracy. I don't know. I mean, in, in the real world, it would be really nice. But everybody is fighting for a piece of the pie. And the pie is so small that women become their own worst enemies as opposed to each other's best friends. If you rise, I do, you know. Um, there isn't that domino effect. It really is cutthroat, you know. If I could step on you mm. to get to where I need to be, ah, who cares? No, it is like that. And I don't think it's just for women. I just think it's society. I just think that is how we, we're supposed to, we're told to behave, uh, especially in the football world. There's only so many t- football teams. There's only so many coaching positions. And you've got all these coaches that have come through the system that have their pro license, and, you know, you might have 35, 40 coaches that have their pro license, their CAFE license, but there's only so many teams that can be coached mm. at the top level. Mm. So I think the battle is both for men and women, but I do believe that there is still a space of grace, that, that I'd still think women should still be gracious yeah. and people should still be gracious. I don't feel that even if we can't all have a piece of the pie, it doesn't mean the alternative is to put someone down yeah yeah there are other alternatives that does not need to be the alternative mm, mm. do you think in the space it's because there aren't as many role models especially in in the sports world for women yes there's more so uh, now but i'm sure when you were starting out you looked around and yeah it seemed like you were an endangered species yeah no i definitely i i think any coach would say that it's a very lonely job and and that is the truth. Even though you're surrounded by players, you're surrounded by a technical team, you still don't know who you can trust in mm. that circle. You know, who's putting a who's letting out the water in your boat <laughs> to see you sink? <laughs> yeah. So it's you're always constantly looking over your shoulder trying to protect yourself. Um and and it and they're not a lot of role models, as you said. They're in South Africa, at least, you know, we, why are we always looking abroad? Why are we always looking overseas for role models? We need to step up in South Africa and we need to have our role models here in South Africa. So when I started out, there you are. You're kind of looking around and you, you know, I, I suppose like looking in the dark Mm. to try and figure out your way and your journey. How do I journey this? How do I navigate this path that I've chosen to take? I've chosen to do coaching courses. I've chosen to be in a male-dominated industry Mm. as much as I don't like saying that. Me too. But it's the truth. Um, And so how do I navigate my space and and where do I fit in? And it's, it's not an easy journey. Where do you fit in? Do you fit in? I believe that women should still be given the opportunity to coach in the PSL. I really do. I, and 
and it, this is again the whole concept of our brand called Slack Alice is not um, woman bashing men. It's the empowerment of women, but it's also celebrating men who celebrate powerful women in their lives. Mm-hmm. So strong, independent, empowered women. We want we want to celebrate those men that celebrate. Their woman in their yes, lives yeah. that are working moms, are working women, and maybe even earn more money than them. But they yet they're still there, putting them on a platform and, and celebrating them. Mm. So Slack Alice is is in that space of empowering women, but not not excluding men from the brand. Uh, so having said that, I still do believe that women have a space in the PSL in coaching at a national level. If men can coach women's teams. Why can't women coach men's teams? Mm. I've coached a men's team. It might not have been in the PSL, but the concept of coaching men is exactly the same. And football is football. And I had a fantastic team of men who my players supported me. When we went to games and we had any supporters that that wanted to maybe cause some trouble, my players Would surrounded me. You. They they looked after me. And um, I also just feel we have so many male coaches that are recycled. So like, let, why, let's start something fresh. But isn't it a brotherhood? And you know, how does a woman infiltrate uh, the brotherhood? Because yes, it's the same batch of coaches who, who, who are on this coaching merry-go-round. But where is that gap? Have you... I guess fight is a good word. Have you been fighting for that gap where, yes, you too should be given a chance at the highest level in South Africa? It's, it is hard. It's, it's a, and I don't know when that breakthrough will come. I think maybe we need an owner of a club to almost be brave enough to break that mold. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it would happen. Or if a woman in a high in a, a, a position where she's owning a club in the PSL, where she's brave enough to break that mold. But until that happens, unfortunately, it just is a time that we are in where maybe in South Africa, men are not ready to see that. So the good news is that we're starting to have more female referees. Mm-hmm. So that's that's exciting. That's on the app, yeah. That's at least something that's happening, that we've had female referees refereeing in the PSL. You know, overseas you've got um, women that are now breaking through into the top flight in France um, and in other sports in America. Uh, you've got basketball where you've got top uh, flight basketball teams where women are now coaches. So it's when that time will happen in South Africa – I don't know, but I certainly just believe the only time it will happen is if someone is brave enough to break that mold mm-hmm, and give mm-hmm. someone a, give a woman a chance. When was it that you decided you won't be coaching Alex United anymore because the team didn't do poorly? So what was it that happened in your mind that you thought, it is time for me to step out? I think that was twofold because partly I didn't really have a choice. <laughs> the, the tea was sold. So um, was I fired? I, I don't know, really. <laughs> if I was fired, maybe. You know, I remember Gavin Hunt says, you're not a real coach until you've you been fired. fired. <laughs> so I guess I'm a real coach now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the team was sold and they wanted to bring in their own technical team. So that was part one. Part two was my health really did start to break down just from the absolute stress 
I think of coaching for six years in the ABC Mutsepa League. It, you know, it is a is very, it, it is brutal. There's no other word to describe the ABC Mutsepa League as being absolutely brutal because you're fighting so many facets every match, every time you walk onto that field yeah. for match day. It's not, it's not 11 v 11. It, there is so many other factors that come into play and it's not the weather. So you, there's so many things that you're fighting when you take the field that day. So it was a combination of a few things. Mm-hmm. If I could, and just throw the span in the works, with your health taking a dip there, and as a woman, many might say, but there you go. It is exactly why women do not coach, because the amount of stress and pressure, and yes, we're built differently, males and females. It's exactly why. But can you, you've shouldered that. And do you think as it increases, yes, it might be better, um, Playing, playing ground, uh, uh, being in perhaps the APSA Premiership, but would you? Is that something you really want to take on? That extra pressure on, 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 on any for any team in the APSA Premiership? No, uh, the thing is, as a football coach, there's always pressure. You just know that going in. When I was offered the position at Alex United, I knew that the pressure would be greater than I think coaching in other leagues because. It is just a different dynamic in the ABC Mutsepa League and not taking away the pressure anywhere else because the minute you're a head coach, you step into a completely different dynamic and everyone looks at you if the team is performing or mm. not performing. Mm. That's it. And and rightfully so. You you have that responsibility to, to get results because it's a result-based yeah, industry. Yeah. So you cannot not perform. And so you're constantly under pressure. And But I look at coaches around the world, you know. I mean, a perfect example is Mourinho. I think Mourinho, like, really needed to take a break. And you watched him unravel mm. uh, in on, the, uh, on a world stage. You watched him take – eventually it was the pressure was too much, much for him. Yeah, yeah. So I would think it would be unfair for anyone to say, oh, well – you left Alex United because of your health. I did firstly not leave because of my health, but I certainly took strain yeah, yeah. in my health because it's so high pressured. So it's almost like maybe you just need to take a break. And I look at male coaches and and you do, you see them unraveling. You see them start out their career on a big platform and slowly you see the pressure start to take place and you see the the lines on their faces get a little <laughs> deeper and their hair gets a little more gray. And that is, you know, would they be looking like that if they were in a nine-to-five job? Well, then the youngest coach, Rulani McQuena, better look out, don't you think? Because yes. those lines and the gray hairs it comes. are going It's to a come. real thing. It's like a reality that people, you know, we need to go for more spa treatments, I think, coaches, because it's a, it's a reality that you can actually watch yourself Age. Age. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why there's Botox, right? Exactly. (laughs) We're chatting to Tracy Lee Pepper, former coach of Alex United. She's with me right here in studio. Please, we are interactive at Radio 2000ZA. Not forgetting our WhatsApp line for your voice note, 060-584-2250. When we come back, we're asking her about Slack Alice. Why that name and what exactly does she want to drive home with this new range?
1539 right here on the touchline with me, Romy Titus and Tracy Pepper is in the hot seat. She is our VVIP today as we chat all things football and how it is that she fell in love with the game. And then you said 2004. Well, it started in your 20s. 2004 is when the concept all came together. And tell us about Slack Alice. I love the name. (laughs) Why did you choose that one specifically? Or were they, you know, your top three? So, no, it was. um, So... When I was around 21, 22, I actually launched a brand called Slack Alice that went into some of the uh, stores, the local stores in South Africa. And at the time, I was then married and I was married to a musician and we then started traveling around the country and I never pursued it any further. And so when we again started Girl Sport in 2004 and I realized that uh, there is a space that that needs to be navigated to be able to help women, empower women, advise women, uh, find that platform where women are supporting women. Um, when we decided now, this was a year ago, mm-hmm. so this Slack Alice has been in the making for a year, even though the concept started in 2004. So we just decided that Girl Sport maybe wasn't the right name for what we were looking for. Going forward, yeah. uh, it was too inclusive, just mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. and we wa- didn't want it to be so inclusive. We wanted women supporting women, as I said, but also celebrating the men who celebrate their women. So we decided to bring that name back from all those years ago, and we just kind of sat with a group of people and threw names around. And I was like, you know, how about Slack Alice? I had this years ago, and everybody was just yes, yes that's, the, that's one. the name. So, so that's the name that we decided to go with. And so we basically are a we a clothing brand, but we more than a clothing brand. We have uh, so so basically Slack Alice is all about sharing stories. Mm-hmm. So everyone has a story to tell. Some a long story, short story, sad story, happy, whatever it is, everyone has a story to tell. Mm. So the whole idea of Slack Alice being born was from all those years ago with their girls telling the girls telling me their stories. But now we've just created a, a better platform for them to do it. So we will be on all social media platforms of Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We will be having podcasts, uh, roundtable talks, nice. where we'll be really delving into some good topics. And we'll be having some really great um, people to interview, like yourself. We would love you <laughs> on there. And also men. We want to interview men. We want to interview Rilani McQuenna and his take on woman coaching in the PSL. Mm-hmm. We really want to put people in the hot seat. And uh, we also have an NPO, nonprofit organization, and that's called Hope City Giants. So what we also want to do, because football is my first love, we want to target uh, some ladies' teams in Alex because that's you know where, where our, my football career really started, and identify teams in Alex, and we want to... We want to have plugins where people can come together and support women and we will donate kit and training equipment to teams, whether it be schools, whether it be it. league, yeah. uh, women playing in the league in Alex. And that's where we want to start at that grassroots to be able to just empower women in any way or form. We, You know, we just we don't want to stop just at sport but we want to start there because that's my first love yes and who knows what will go from there so the whole concept is once you buy an item of clothing on the at the online store 
Uh, we have an online store on our website, and you can go and buy Slack Alice uh, merchandise online. Every time you buy an item of clothing, a percentage of that will go to the MPO. And every time you wear the brand of Slack Alice, you will be wearing either your story or someone mm. else's story. And um, and that is the whole concept behind Slack Alice. It's the imp- not power of woman, but the empowerment mm. of mm. women and all ages. It's not one generation. We are targeting every single from the time you are born to the time you die that you a Slack Alice brand. There's not one particular person because I think we can reinvent ourselves at any age. Yeah. I'm I'm doing it at 55. I'm reinventing myself and I just find it an exciting time that you don't have to be doing this in your 20s and mm. your dreams can change and your vision can change and and, and it's, it's okay and it's okay. and it's okay you don't have to stick to one thing because that's what you started out with you can change direction and it is 100% okay mm. to be able to do that mm. And like I said, and and this is a real emphasis for me because it's very important in the day of the Me Too movement that we 100% women uh, support uh, women 100%, but we also want to celebrate the good men too because they are very good men. And I fortunately have been surrounded by good men both in my coaching career and in my personal life. And so as much as we want to uplift women and we want women supporting each other, come on, like girls, you know, we need to stop. We need to stop this bashing. We Mm. need to be supporting each other. And there's a space for everyone. And even if you don't get that job, um, just be happy for the person who did get it. it, Because you know what? There's something else for you. So maybe that is not your path, but there is some another path Mm. for you where you can step into your own greatness there's another space for you. And I think that if we start literally waking up every day, just being grateful and thankful for who is in our life and what we have mm-hmm. in our life and not looking at what we don't have and stop being jealous of other people, I really believe that that platform, will we will make our own way and own platform for greatness. I love that. And that is just what Slack Alice is all about. I love it. So where do people go in order to get Slack Alice merchandise, more information? And if it is, they want to be a part of of this movement. So we are launching on, we've decided that we are launching on the 1st of January, 2020. It's a very good time (laughs) to launch. The decade is over. (laughs) Um, I know a lot of people are sighing, almost like holding their breath until the end of December because some people have just can't wait for 2019 to end. Um, and so much as I think I'm just taking off in 2019. Uh, so 1st of January 2020, we on um, Slack Alice handle on Instagram is Slack underscore Alice ZA. And then our website is www.slackalice.co.za. And our online store will go live on the 1st of January. But you can go and subscribe in the meantime. In the meantime, yeah. So yeah. that's what I urge you to do. Go on, uh, start following us on uh, Instagram. I know we only have a few posts. We've just done our launch. So we want to create the excitement and create a, a nice vibe about what is happening. So we will be putting some posts from our launch that mm-hmm. we had mm-hmm. last Thursday at the Ivy Champagne Lounge. And uh, where, in fact, uh, Rolani McQuena joined us and Desiree Ellis and Shalene Boyson were all at our launch. So we were all there supporting each other, which was absolutely fantastic. And so I would urge you to please go and subscribe. 
go and and start following us. It's a very exciting time for women. Tracy, thank you so much for coming through in studio, for sharing parts of your, your life story and how the football journey has brought you to this very point and wishing you everything of the best. Thank you so much, Romy. I appreciate your time. More than welcome. It is Tracy Lee Pepper with us and Slack Alice is the new brand. So go out there on your socials and check it out. And who knows if it is that you want to be a part of this movement, you are more than welcome, men and women alike.